Substation as a Whiteout Doom Killer on Atari ST Show, episode 15. everybody welcome to the atari st show i'm john and i'm aaron and today aaron we're going to be talking about substation oh man i don't think i've ever been this excited to talk about a game i know i know this week's atari st show is brought to you by our patrons and in particular game selection committee members salem okay richard davy and dave of velociraptor the big v the big king dog now aaron what's your favorite kind of sub um well I like a meatball sub. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. You know, okay, where do you buy, where do you get subs? Do you make your own subs or do you no, go buy it? No, because the thing with the sub, yeah. this is what I've learned. You know, I'm 41 years old. I'm I a hate damn that. man. Yeah. Okay. You're a big old boy. And I've learned that a sub is only as good as it's bread. Yeah. And you can't really get good bread at the supermarket like they have at a good sub shop. Well, I mean, not our local supermarket. Not our local supermarket. Right? I agree with that. And so I, you know, I've been partial to Jersey Mike's here lately. You don't like them? No, no. See, we were at their grand opening, mm-hmm. and they sucked. And we've never been back. You get one chance. It's a lot like the uh, uh, what's the place over here beside Pizza Hut? The, oh, the uh, Pita Pit. The Pita Pit. We loved that back in Huntington and stuff. Mm-hmm. We went there once. It was a death hole. I've never been back. Not one time. You only give people one you get, shot. Well, no, I mean, when you suck that bad, I'm out. You know, but the problem is, you're right. Making your own sub, like it gets kind of pricey. Yeah. Unless you make them in mass, right. you know. So where do you, I, most of the time I go to like Subway. See, right? I don't like Subway. Well, the problem is, remember when Subway had the $5 foot yeah. longs? That was a good deal. Because then you're like, this is sort of crap, but it's only 5 it's bucks. It's all so like it's little okay. Caesars. Yeah. Like if you're not paying that much, right. not it's bad. Right, okay, yeah. You know, but but now you, it's like $8 like, foot long. No, or more, yeah. like way more. Mm. And so then you're then you got to pay. Yeah. So I would rather, I mean, I would rather make my own sub. Mm. I make my own sandwiches at home for the kid. Yeah. He calls them the dad sampler because mm. I'll make multiple types of sandwiches. He never knows what he's going to get. Oh. You know, it's like a mystery. What do you put in there sometimes? I mix it up. Like So, for example, you could get, like, Luke doesn't like cheese. Okay. That limits me. Sure. All right. So, I, sometimes you get the bologna. Yeah. Sometimes you get ham or turkey. Sometimes I mix them up. All right. Mm. Sometimes he gets the peanut butter and syrup sandwich. Okay. He like he's a big fan of that one. And yeah. sometimes, if I feel particularly wacky, I break out the Vaini sausages. Mm. Those are good eating. How big a part are vegetables in these sandwiches? Uh, well, they're not big. So you, don't, you never throw the slice of tomato on there? He doesn't there. like tomato or lettuce, unfortunately. Mm. That, he's like myself. That limits you. And so, yeah. And so it makes it tough. But... Uh, uh, you know, there's grain in the bread. So That's what you true. go with that? That's, That's true. It grains a vegetable, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you know, what do you, where do you stand on the cheese steak? The cheese steak, I, I stand firmly near it mm-hmm. with my hands uh, outward, yeah. grabbing at it. Yeah. yeah. I, do you like Penn Station or are they? Angry? I do like Penn Station. <laughs> well, you make it sound like I'm some sort of like evil overlord of subs. I'm not. I just I like. But I do like Penn Station, but you got to have a coupon yeah. for Penn State because they'll fleece you, brother. Mm-hmm. These sub places, they charge an arm and a leg well, for these the, sandwiches. The coupons, they like I said, they expect you to have the coupon. So, the- those coupons, you remember in uh, Rest of the Lost Ark at the beginning where Andy's getting that statue? Mm-hmm. That, and that's the way the coupons for Penn Station are. You get them once every like year, mm-hmm. and you and you grab them, and you lo- run out yeah. of there because somebody might steal them. They're mm-hmm. tough to keep. Yeah. So, but yeah, I do like, they got those weird potatoes that come with it. You know, they, the gimmick where they 
Well, I, I will call those French fries. But they're not normal fries. They've got the deal they're, they're on They're fresh them. cut fries. Yeah, now somebody mentioned, the skin on them. somebody mentioned Jimmy John's. They're out. Mm. You know why? Why? I don't like a cold sub. Oh, I've got to have my sub okay. warm, but I don't well, want to toast it. That explains why you wouldn't like the the, the other guys. That's too. right. Yeah, Jersey Mike's. Yeah, it's no good. Yeah. I like You don't like yours warm? I'll eat a cold sub. Not me. I like my. I don't like cold meat. So when you go, like when warm. you went to Subway before they had the, t- did you ever just have them warm it up for you in the microwave? Every time. Mm-hmm. That's what I do now. Mm. Or I take it home and do it myself. A lot of times I don't give them the. I've learned something from ordering food over the years. This may surprise you, but I've ordered a few meals. Mm-hmm. Make it if you don't keep it simple for the humanoids, they're gonna botch the job. Mm. Like that's why I don't like to go out to eat with Chad. Mm-hmm. He comes in. He goes, listen. He goes, I want. The top part of the bun to be rye. The bottom part I want to be whole wheat. And I want half the sandwich to have Brussels sprouts. And I want you to use this. I want you to mix mayonnaise with olive oil. It's like no one can keep up track right. of this crap. And you look behind the counter. There's a slack jawed troglodyte scratching his head in the vein attempt to understand the Chud's order. You know, so I'm like, listen. Give me two pieces of bread with bologna. That's it. Don't put anything on it. Give it to me right now. I had a student once that called those Pliny burgers. Why? Because she was from Pliny. And her grandfather said when he when it's like when he made bologna sandwiches, he called them Pliny burgers. They call this what like West Virginia steak? <laughs> have you ever heard that there's term? There's a lot of names for bologna around here. <laughs> yeah. That's you have to have a lot of there's just a lot of it around. That's all that's we can true. afford. That's true. Aaron, let's talk about substation. Man, let's I've been dying for this one boat. What do you think about this substation boat? So this is a game. That uh, that was released in 1995. Mm-hmm. Okay, this was uh, an STE and Falcon release only. Yes, was this on your radar at all when you were doing the Falcon show God. on ARG Presents? <laughs> Man, I wish it was <laughs> because those Falcon games those were F, those are FM Towns Marty levels of difficult to run. Yeah. I can tell you that right now. I remember your problems. Uh, on Atari Mania, it says that you need one meg of RAM to run this thing. <laughs> Yeah. My Mr. Setup, which is what I played this on, I have this thing outfitted. Uh, I, the, the default setting is two megs. Yeah. And I got a message that popped up that said I needed four. I put mine at 14. Mm. I got the full, but I, not because it's not real. Mm-hmm. I'm fully fitted out. Right. That's when I go to work right. on them. So the docs all say one meg. I think you need four meg to run. All right. Uh, you might be surprised, Aaron. When you think about 1995, yeah. the first system that comes to your mind is probably not the Atari ST. No, it's not. Uh, this, of course, was the same year that the PlayStation came out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, you know, we were months away from the N64, but the Atari ST was still kicking. It was, it was sort of weakly kicking. Yeah. It was still, it was, <laughs> like when you like, spray a bug. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or one of those death twitches. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, but uh, there were about 10 games that came out for the ST in 1995. Really? Yeah. Um, there was a championship manager came okay. out. I think that's sort of like Madden. That's the, that's the Just Dance of right. the ST exactly. every year. But Pinball Dreams was released for the ST. Oh, okay. That's pretty good. So, yeah. Yeah. This game was... Developed and published by Unique Development Studios AB. Yeah. Okay. What's the AB stand for, Bo? Alberta. I don't know. Uh, oh. No, wow, they're, they're, I was real impressed for about two seconds. They're Norwegian. Oh. Or I might have just hit my keyboard in a spasm. No, I got, a, no, I got that okay. too on okay. mine. That's the thing. So um, this is a Norwegian outfit. Yeah. They released about 20 games. Yeah. Uh, really? And, yeah. Substation was their first, uh, their, I'm sorry, was one of their first titles. They released a pinball title called Obsession. Uh-huh. Then. We'll have to check that out. It was okay. also an STE 
only game. Ooh, okay, yeah, pinball. Um, okay. And uh, the, this was their second game. Their other notable titles, uh, they developed a little game you might have heard of called Slam Tilt on the Amiga. Oh, yeah. They did that. Uh, then they moved on to the console scene, uh, and they they went right to the, where the money was. They developed the world's scariest police chases for the PlayStation. Really? That's a game? It's a game. Oh, I want to play that. <laughs> I wish I had picked my TV Keep game. Keep that in that mind for ARG next yeah. time TV games rolls around. I wonder how that works. <laughs> you have to make the chase scary? Are you the cop or the this bad is, guy? Yeah, there's there lots of unanswered questions. They also did one of your favorite games on the the worst ARG episode of all time. Not black and white games. They did Futurama on the oh. Xbox. <laughs> that wasn't the worst. Oh gosh, that was the worst. That Destruction Derby game paired That's with the, Futurama. Are you kidding me? You're, that was you're out of your mind. That's test drive even Destruction. It's great. So, who was behind this, Aaron? Well, there was good old Mike Emtinger. Okay. Uh huh. This was his first published game or his first credited game. Yeah. At least according to Moby. Uh, he did lots of Windows, PlayStation, and Dreamcast racing games. Yeah. He got into the racing thing. Oh, okay. Okay. That the, would explain the police chases. Yeah. And then, then, then there's uh, their graphics were done by a guy named Marcus Nordberg. Yeah. Nordberg. <laughs> hey, you remember I, that bit with the naked gun? No, yeah. No, wasn't that Nordberg? That was, that? Yeah, I can't remember exactly what the OJ bit Simpson's was. Yeah, was OJ Nordberg. Simpson was Nordberg. Uh, and there's Ricard Holtman. Uh, yeah. Who did the graphics? Uh, these guys did nothing else. This was after, after Substation. After designing the lush, colorful graphics yeah. of Substation, they felt that they'd reached Mount Everest and retired from the gaming industry. I will say Ricard is a cool name. It is a cool if name. You can pull it off. I can, yeah. The music was done by Peter Anderson yeah. and Christian Akerhelm and Eric Tilby. They were also, according to Moby, this was their only credit. Hmm. Okay. So, so uh, this is really some. This is the. Once you get this out of your system, you just move on to doing whatever else you do. Exactly. Move on with your life. Now, the most famous of this crew is a guy named Oscar Berman. Okay? I don't think he was related to Chris, but I could be wrong. Maybe that's where the AB comes from. Maybe so. Oh, that's an O, though. Uh, well, it's Norwegian, so oh, the yeah, letters are weird over there. Oh, look. Someone said what the AB stands for. Can you read that? Yeah, that stands. it stands for... a. a Akitablog. It means corporation. Thank you, Amiga Viking 3000. Yeah, thanks, man. Coming to the rescue in the chat. So Oscar Berman, he did Angry Birds 2, Aaron. Angry Birds 2. I like I like the Angry Birds yeah, games. I don't yeah. know if I played the sequel. Uh, he, he was behind that. He was also behind Just Cause 2. Have you ever played any of the Just Cause games I have before? played Just Cause 2. It's, okay. The name is dumb. Because it's like, why are you playing it? Just cause, you know. That's why it's always thought. Well, it's worst reason but it's pretty good. I think that's the one where you like continuously open the parachute, jump mm -hmm. down. I think Brent's a big fan of that mm -hmm. one. Yeah. Uh, in 2016, he made his dreams come true, Aaron. Yeah. By starting his own VR exclusive game company. Oh. If there's any words that spell death, it's VR exclusive game company. I do like the idea. Listen, he's following his, his vision boat. Uh, they're called Fast Travel Games. Uh, yeah. Since February 2018. Uh, their first release called Apex Construct okay. is, is available to the public. Okay. okay. Cool, cool so name. If you want to know what Oscar Berman's doing these days, check out Apex Construct. All right. Very good, Boat. But your deep dive, Boat. Nice work. Thank you. Thank you. So, anyway, what is this? What is the, what's the background story? <laughs> it's great. Of Substation. <laughs> the background story of this is great. So, you you know, this is the year 1999, yeah. Aaron. The distant year. The distant future. And there are undersea power plants now. Well, they've got a good... Did you read why? Did you get that part? No, tell me why. So, 
this Japanese company. Mm-hmm. They're Mits- very. They're like Mitsubishi. Or they're something very like clever. That. It's not Mitsubishi. Yeah, it sounds like that though. But um, they figure out, and this sounds realistic. This is what gets me. Like we're in a big energy crunch, right? For real. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Well, this is simple stuff. You go down to the bottom of the ocean. You know, they got those lava flow holes down there. Yeah, the flow hole. What the, the old flow hole, you know. They go down there and they put some they put some uh, turbines yeah. down there. And Why are we not doing that? I don't know. This is a good idea. I was <laughs> yeah. reading this. I was like, yes, yeah. it could work. Listen, I've seen those flow holes before and they're pumping they're out the... They're pumping out water. Yeah. And yeah. so they, they put one over it. Well, and so bam, they're, this thing is, uh, according to the wall of text that starts mm-hmm. with... This thing's running like three Japanese full towns. Yeah, and I mean Japanese cities—they don't—they don't run on candlelight, brother. Right. They gotta have the big E, yeah. right? So all of a sudden, some, they lose contact with the substation. Something's gone wrong, and so the Japanese are like, "Well, time to hire some Americans to go down." I don't know why they would. Hire, why would you well, do no, that, Japan? Well, it's, it was because the stuff has gone wrong, and, yeah. and people have died. Right. So they hire they know, some guys, and they know that the Japanese Secret Service isn't going down. Is there, there a Japanese Secret Service? Well, they're secret. You don't. You can't send I, them down because well, then that you'd be exposing. See, them you look at that. You read that a different way than I did. I looked at it like, well. Something's gone wrong. Go get the dummies. Well, they go down. I'm not saying that that wasn't part of it <laughs> they either. Go hire some dummies. And so they're basically, the rule is like, you know, keep this on the down low. Right. Go kill everything right. you see. Now, the UN approved this. There was a special UN. There was a, a UN. This was in the actual documentation, not in the text. I was going to say, I don't remember seeing that. Yeah, the UN had a special section. Wait a minute. You read session. the docs on I this? Read the, yeah, I read that. <laughs> okay. This, this was in the, um, this was on the, uh, the, I think it was in the article that was linked. There is no documentation for this game that yeah. I can find anywhere, but there is a, um, there's a magazine article for when this was a demo disc. Oh. And I got some of this from that. That's good. So the UN gave it the thumbs up. Right. Well, you know it's gold. That's right. That's right. <laughs> They've so never the, dropped the ball. So the UN is approving the special combat operation to go down to the bottom of this flow hole tank and see <laughs> what's sub- going on. Substation. Yeah, flow the substation. Flow hole substation. Okay. So that is the backstory. It's awesome. Now tell them how the backstory is delivered, well, the most, because this sounds great. Yeah, where's the cutscene for this? There, the, in the beginning of this game, you get substation spelled out in the kind of moving text that you associate it with sixteen-bit cool. computer games. That looks good. That yeah. looks good. It's right out of a demo. It looks great, and I mean that in a non-pejorative way. Yeah, and so Ooh, pejorative. Yeah. So anyway, you get the wall of text that explains everything, and then the game begins. Well, yeah. the game doesn't really begin no. because you have to choose your, your new game option. Okay? Yeah. Um, this game gives you a couple of options at the beginning, uh, but mostly what you want to do, the, the options are not great. No. You can... Th- this, <laughs> yeah, you talking about, yeah, they're not great at all. Yeah, this game, uh, it allows you to load and save your game. Yeah. It allows you to change the type of music that's in the game, which is interesting. There's a stereo technology that's oh, used, yeah. some sort of a, yeah, yeah. a sin surround. Yeah, I don't know what, the, and is that what it is. <laughs> really? That's the one that shakes your sternum when it uh, gets real low. Okay. Okay. And so the uh, basically you want to just hit new game. That's what you want to well, do. Well you also forgot that you could put this in like ultra crud vision. Oh yeah. You can you can turn down the quality. Did you try crud no. vision? It's actually it's not bad. Really? It ran better in crud vision that it, it doesn't look all that different, if I'm honest. Well, you know, let's 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 not get ahead of ourselves. Let's yeah. talk about what this game is. Aaron, describe this game. It's sort of like Doom. So it's a first person shooter. So pretend okay. Pretend you were gonna play Doom. All right now. 
pretend you had like a, a big thing of whiteout and you accidentally dumped it on your screen or maybe on your corneas. Mm -hmm. And then it was time to play Doom as you look through that glossy <laughs> white gaze. That is this game. This game is... Listen, I don't ever want to hear you ragging the C64 about its lack of color. <laughs> this game lacks color. It lacks it. It's got like maybe four colors. But aside from that, it's Doom. It's very Doom-like. The substation is made up of these long corridors with these uh, occasional, we're going to call them doors, but they're basically passages with little dots on them of mm. different colors. And your job is to go through this thing and blow away all these weird mutants and stuff. I don't, what what did they? Did you get to hear what it was we were fighting in this boat? They're aliens. Oh, aliens did yeah, this. They're right? aliens. Is that in the docs too? Yeah, that's in the docs. Can you get, elaborate on that? The aliens. What they just? No, are you making that up? No, that's in the docs. So aliens. aliens got under the under the ocean. Well, the aliens came from under the ocean. That's where they really are. They've been there all this time. But wouldn't that make them Earthlings? No, because I mean. Aliens are not us. Anything that's not us. Alien does not mean extraterrestrial. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Well, fair enough, Dan. Uh, you, uh, the bottom of this, it's unmistakably doom. It's got your ammo, your health. It's in the same... You don't have your cool little face. What it's missing is your face. But it does have a map, which is better than the face. <laughs> yes. Uh, and it also it's got a little like a like a, almost like an inventory area to the right. Although I didn't find much as I went through this uh, bleak, desolate hallways. Clearly, the Japanese didn't spend a lot of on decor in the substation. Well, they're, they're minimalist. Big time. Are, yeah. I mean, they're big time yeah. minimalist. Um, you start off with a knife, and thankfully, you have a gun. Mm -hmm. I learned from reading your Discord uh, correspondence that you didn't know that to start off. No. So you just <laughs> tried to go through the game with a knife you and know, it didn't go too good. This is a game. First of all, uh, before I go into my thoughts on this, let's talk about why... Okay, when you're roaming through these corridors, this is what you see. You see uh, some some oxygen tanks, yep. which you which you'd assume to find in a substation. Yeah, you've got ammunition and food scattered about. Okay, why you need to have a ton of ammo lying about a power station? I don't know. Maybe in the far distant future of 1999, that's a that's a more common. Maybe the thing. aliens dropped it. Maybe so. You know. But then you find some tastefully uh, potted plants. Yeah, uh, that, that that are that are around. This, this nice. is this is your uh, this is what the substation. When you're working the substation and you're tired of looking at the white walls, you can look at the potted plants. See, you're but see, you're not thinking very well. No, because think about it. They're pr producing oxygen. Now, the flip side of it is, how do these things survive without any sun, direct sunlight? Yeah. One would wonder. But I don't think I, I think I, that they're fake potted plants. Maybe they're aqua plants. Oh, like aqua lung. You know, well, no. I hope not. But, you know, maybe they're... Listen, they developed this space, the substage, they can develop special plants. Yeah, yeah. I'm not doubting listen, your Listen, I was dying for decorative plants. plants. Well, I was going to say, you know, what do you think, honestly, if you're the developer of this game... Yeah. You know, even when you play Wolfenstein 3D, which came out before this, you had stuff on the walls. You had portraits... You had, you know, there was some crown molding on the walls. Yeah. What is the design well, decision... Yeah. Uh, behind making just an all flat white uh, environment, you know, and let's let's take a quick step back. In all honesty, this is a functional first person Doom style game. I mean, they pulled it off with a butt. Okay, so I don't want to underplay the the achievement here. I think this because you know this is the this was the golden chalice back in the day. You got to have a Doom. Okay. They've got 
We've both played Gloom mm -hmm. and Broom and mm -hmm. Shloom and every right. other Doom game, right? So this is just another one. Uh, but they, this is the most, this is the best of the bunch of the low grade Doom. Yes. Okay. It's got monsters. They come up on you. They shoot stuff. There's stuff flying around. You know, they they pulled that they pulled that part of it off. They had something that was a 3D engine. So I'm not going to sit here and bury him for that. Uh, and it is a game now. Uh, I don't know why it looks like it does. I can only assume it's for performance reasons. Okay? Or I'm assuming that's why. Because, I mean, the game has shadowing. The game has fog of war in the distance where you can't see what's going on. So they did some complicated things in the game. And one would wonder, I really would wonder, why it doesn't have any sort of color. Now, there are, I've got a few ideas, if you'll mm -hmm. indulge me. Sure. A one is strictly performance. Two, this game has a rare ability that few ST games had wager had, which will let you hook two STs together and play a linked game of this through the MIDI port. Through right? the MIDI port, right? So there is a possibility that the that performance limitations due to the fact that they wanted to be able to play two players at this mm -hmm. could be in, in play here. Sure. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't think that's the worst. We'd idea. have to ask someone that was more of a, a guy that could pull this off. Uh, it could be a resolution thing. This thing looks like it runs at a, a, a resolution that maybe doesn't support. In fact, because if you look at the hand of your guy, there is the faintest glimpse of a color in that hand. I mean, seriously. <laughs> right, right. You know, but I mean, it's like... Uh, uh, the guy looks like uh, uh, the uh, the most sun uh, deprived like emo kid you mm. ever saw. Just he barely looks human, but there's a little tinge of, of little skin. tinge of flesh, yeah. right? So, and there is some other color in this, but why they? I don't know why they chose. So here's the problem with their choice: it makes the game not good. Mm. The choice of not having any sort of wall textures or colors, or decor, or anything on the... Because, I mean, it's not just the walls aren't just blank. The walls are blank. The floors are blank. The ceiling's blank. The doors are blank. Mm -hmm. It's all blank mm -hmm. that I saw. Yeah. I don't know how far you got in this thing. Uh, and that makes it hard to maneuver. It makes it hard to understand where you're at. It makes it... Thank God for the map. Otherwise, you'd be totally screwed. Because there's no way you could use any sort of visual aids to help you get through this thing. That's... There's my thoughts on that. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with you. I I would love to hear the reason why. I think that all the reasons that you stated are possibly valid. Um, now, getting into playing the game itself, um, like I said, we had no real documentation for this game, which boggles my mind because this was a commercially released game. There's some on the disc. If you, re I mean, if you would look at this, there's text files that came oh, with the install. And I'll, that's okay. how I learned how to switch the weapons See, and use the bomb. I've got to start learning how to use a computer. That's my yeah. problem. Well, I mean, if you look, if when you boot this thing up, uh, when you open the folder, there's a text file, and it gives you some background and it gives but it tells you like I mean there's a lot of this is like much like Doom. You use the number keys to toggle through your uh different weapons. Mm -hmm. You use the tab key to throw your grenades, your bombs. Mm -hmm. uh, and there are some other controls that are hooked to like your numpad or something. I don't remember them all. So there are multiple controls in this, but I mean for the most part it's it, you know you go through with the keyboard, with the arrow keys, and your control and all to do stuff. Mm -hmm. It's pretty much standard fare. Right. But yeah, there there is some documentation. Now, 
it, one would wonder why if they had like a, a booklet mm. or, or a. I'm not sure I ever saw a box. Because, I mean, I came up with something that looked like a box, but I don't think this ever even. I think this was. I don't know if this was ever even released as a boxed item. Was really? It? I, don't I don't know. know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. There's there's scant uh, evidence of this uh, on the internet now. It's possible since this came out in in Norway, uh, maybe the, the if you search the Scandinavian web, you know, in non English language websites, you're gonna find you're gonna come across stuff. Uh, but but I couldn't find anything. But anyway, I went through the first half of this week playing this game yeah. with the old knife, stabby yeah. stabby. Yeah. Okay, and I was not very good, surprisingly no. enough, because. No. When you start this game, this game doesn't hold your hand. No. You come out of that first room, and there's aliens throwing fireballs at you from across the room, from across the fog of war. You can't even see them. But it's it's sort of like the way Doom starts. <laughs> well, is it? Because I recall being being able to get through the first level of Doom pretty pretty easily. Yeah, but you didn't have a knife. Well, that leads us to the next part of the discussion. <laughs> so I get on Discord, and I'm like, hey, guys. Uh, is there any uh, documentation for this thing? And uh, and so and um, and photos photon storm. He was like, "Yeah, man, here's a review." He sent me a review of uh, ST Format magazine, I think. Sure, yeah. And uh, and it had uh, this was a, a part of the demo disc, and so uh, I was able to uh, check check that out and actually get some uh, get some get some tips, also some of the backstory. So anyway. Um, I got the gun, and I was like, yeah, now it's time to go to work. Well, guess yeah. what? I didn't go to work. I still died all the time. I could not make it past the first level of this game, and I'll tell you why. The problem that I have with this game <clears throat> is that the controls seem very floaty. You know, you tap right on your thing, and your guy just sort of swings the gun, and some, you know, and then you tap the other way, and I couldn't get it zeroed in. It, you know, on it, the on the enemy. It's funny you should mention that. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a hand. Okay, man. Thank you. So remember, I told you there's like a high definition version. Then there's like a god awful, disgusting mm -hmm. version. If you put it on, and, and I'm telling you, there's not a huge difference between the two. Mm -hmm. If you put it on the lower res version. The control and aiming is a lot better. Oh, it's a lot okay. more precise. Okay. Now, there are multiple issues with this. Okay, and, and not the least, I don't necessarily know how. I, this is okay. This, if you're watching at home, this is me playing because there's not that much footage on this game. All right, there's very little footage, mm -hmm. so I just recorded myself playing it, and so. I did not necessarily know how to get all. I went through the whole thing, and I had a heck. I, mean, I thought, and I couldn't even figure out how to get out of there. I, I suppose you need a key card or something. But the difference between this and Doom is, aside from the floaty controls and it's hard to aim, is that Doom they give you kind of a nice scatter when you shoot. Like if you'll recall, when you first played Doom, you're shooting guys way off in the distance. With your gun, because you're in the general vicinity of right. them. It sort of auto-tunes yeah, the gun. Yeah, it auto-aims you. This doesn't do yeah. that. And so the result is you have to... Like, did you ever try to shoot those little floating cameras down? I didn't think you could. Oh, yeah. Oh. You can shoot them down. Okay. If you want to waste a bunch of bullets. Mm -hmm. But you can do it, but it's incredibly difficult because they're moving. And it's it's hard to hone in on the targets. And aside from the fact that they there's not you run out of ammo quickly, I never found even another weapon. Aside from the two I had, mm -hmm. there you know. Remember in Doom, you played it. They had crap everywhere. Yeah. Tons of health, tons mm -hmm. of weapons. You got the shotgun right mm -hmm. away. You know, this game isn't like that. I didn't, couldn't find that much stuff. And without any guidance, 
I had a lot of trouble. And then on top of everything else, it's a frustrating game. Because when you die, there's no man in this. There's no continue in this. When you die, it doesn't even say game over. It just fades away and it takes you back to the main menu. You get nothing. Mm-hmm. You talk about minimalist. There yeah. it is. They couldn't even put a game over in there. You mm-hmm. get zilch. And after a while, that gets irritating. Yeah. And I played this over and over and over and over. And I, every time I thought I was getting better, I wasn't. It's because it, aiming is so difficult mm-hmm. in the game. Let's go back to just first principles here. Yeah. First-person shooters exist for a reason. And the reason they exist is because you want to feel like Big Daddy McStud. Correct. Okay. You want to hold that gun and you want to waste suckers. Okay. Correct. You want to well mow said. stuff down. Yeah. Okay. This game is the opposite of that. You come out of this game feeling like big weenie McWean. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You're always running from stuff. Yeah. 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 And backing away. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> this is just the it's the total opposite experience that you have when you play a game like uh, like Duke Nukem or Doom. Right. <clears throat> You're right. And and you know the funny thing is there's a game here. There's mm-hmm. an engine here that could, I mean, I think, if they could have done something with it, that you could use. Like, the monsters on the, in the game or the aliens, they look okay. There's this one guy that's sort of like in predator form. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That doesn't look that good. No, no. It looks like a chunky crap. I, I thought it was the game was glitching out. No, on he's invisible, yeah, yeah. right? But with that kind of invisibility, why bother? <laughs> right. Listen, we can't give you an invisibility, Bill, but we can make it look like a pixelated disaster. <laughs> Sign me up for that. <laughs> Walking around like big squares. Mm-hmm. You know, although if it was available, I'd take it. But still... But yeah, it doesn't. It's not visually pleasing, no. and this game is not visually pleasing. And but I could get past. It. I mean, I played Doom with a calculator mm-hmm. on ARG, mm-hmm. so I could get past not visually pleasing. But it's not designed well. Yeah, and not to bury anybody, you know, because I couldn't do it. But it's not a well-designed game. Uh, the stuff isn't your your objectives aren't well defined. There, the the landscape is tough to navigate, even with the map. Mm-hmm. You know, and then it's frustrating. The way it's set up, they've got all these rooms. I assume this is the main hub of the whole game. Mm-hmm. But I, when you can't get off the main hub, can you imagine like in Quake when that game starts, you can't get off the main hub of the game? It would be very frustrating. Right. I mean, what are we doing? And this is, I, I think the ST really, so I don't want to say it shines here. But, I mean, it does well, something. It moves. This game moves very, very smoothly. I mean, the frame rate on this game is off the charts good. Now, of course, I was playing this on the Mister with a souped-up Mega STE. Yeah. But I think that, uh, judging from some of the reviews that we'll get to, this game runs smoothly on pretty much any STE. I can't believe you found her. Oh, did some people send in reviews or did you actually find some magazine? No, 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 no. This is just Discord reviews. Oh, I was going to say, I mean, I, I, there was scarce, scarce amount of uh, info on this game. I tried to look up some stuff myself. I, you know, have we played any games on the show that required an STE before? I don't think so. I think this it is the required this one. much memory. I mean, listen, I, there isn't this on the Amiga. Yeah, I will no. say that. So you've got to give them the devil they're due there. Yeah, I but mean, I mean, we've played Alien Breed 3D. We've well, played Bloom. Those are better. Those are better games. Well, than they're this. better games, but, but the technology is not as good. They don't run as smooth as this right. Game. The technology here is better. Yeah. But I mean, what would you rather play? Oh, something that's not as smooth, with like with like textures and stuff, or this? Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, you. this is like, I don't know. I mean, it's real bizarre. Mm-hmm. It's just the whole thing. It almost looks like it's not finished. Yeah. 
or something. Yeah, you I know? mean, even the, even the, the 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 title screen, everything just kind of has the air of we ran out of money at some point. And I, I think out. they should have spent more time working on texturing and stuff, and less time on writing all that huge wall of scrolling text. Mm. And then once you get past the opening. Sergeant Scumbag has another 40,000 lines of <laughs> yeah, text that doesn't for you. really help you much. No, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah. It doesn't give you any help at all. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, you know, we, like I said, there's no, no magazine reviews on this, but we did, thanks to our stellar Discord community, get some, uh, oh, get some reviews. Thank so God. We, we start things off with Photon Storm. Photon Storm says, Substation was released very late in the ST's commercial life which is why it's STE or Falcon only and is best played with a jag pad. Yes. Now, that, that's not something that we were able to, to use either. Is, it's, is the well, I mean, pad. I don't know. I suppose I could have rigged something up. But, I mean, here's the thing. The jag pad stinks. Well. So, there you go. <laughs> what would you would you want to play? How would the jag pad increase the fun levels of this game? I don't know. Maybe it unlocks majesty. So, anyway. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Keep reading. <laughs> Set in what is supposed to be a deep-sea power plant, you are part of MEM, like NIN. Yeah. Uh -oh. A U.S. Special Forces team tasked with finding out what has caused the power to stop. The textures, such as they are, are incredibly bland with a strange whitewash feel to every single level, corridor, and room. Sometimes you'll get a terminal or a table to break up the monotony, but when every single direction looks the same, it's easy to get lost. Thankfully, the mini-map works well. You also don't get nearly enough ammo. Yes. It can take a while to turn around to see what is shooting you. Be it a soldier, crazy little robot, or the aliens that virtually insta-kill you with a single hit, and you can waste most of your ammo shooting thin air as you try to zone in on these creatures. The money for weapons upgrade system is also annoying. I would much rather have found the weapons while playing the level. That explains that. However, it does have a kind of charm. There is no denying it is technically impressive and it moves at a good speed considering. Four-player LAN via the MIDI ports is clever, but good luck finding three friends who still had their STs when this was released. It's a Wolfenstein 3D clone, missing most of the pace, atmosphere, and variety that made Wolf such fun. For once, ST format rated a game correctly, giving it 75%. Feels spot on to me. To be fair, Wolfenstein 3D like is light years better than this in every conceivable way. So there you go. Go ahead. Uh, Salem OK writes... The game starts with a very atmospheric and high-value sounding introduction. There's not much to see graphically, but it does set the scene and the storyline is not bad. The menu that appears next would not be out of place on a PC of the era with another excellent digitized background music. The animation seems to deliver a solid 25 frames per second as advertised in the documentation, which is absolutely amazing and makes this game one of only three first-person shooter games I've ever heard of that work on a vanilla 68,000-based STE, mm. along with Wolfenstein, also from the 90s, and the recent Dread. That is, if, if, that is, if you exclude Mini Maze, of course, which predates any of id Software's masterpiece by a good five or six years. So technically... The 3D engine is impressive, but the trade-off is an extremely muted, palleted based on gray gradients and dithering. The monsters don't look too bad as 2D sprites, even though their scaling is not butter smooth. The sound of doors, buttons, pickups, monsters, shots, and hits are really good and wouldn't feel out of place on a PC first-person shooter of the era, although maybe with a slightly improved bitrate. I found the controls extremely difficult to handle, 
as I barely was able to aim and shoot, but I am not sure the game is to blame because I'm very bad at FPS games. And when I say very bad, I mean really pathetic. <laughs> so I wasn't able to, despite many attempts to get past the first level. The unlimited health promised at boot time for the hard drive installation doesn't seem to materialize It didn't work for me, for me either. Yeah. Okay, good. In conclusion, the game is a very impressive technical achievement, very well polished, even leveraging those sweet MIDI ports for a cheap way to set up LAN parties. The gameplay seems like it could have been handled better, but I'm not a great judge for that type of game. If it had arrived earlier in the STE's life, it probably would have had a much bigger impact. 7 out of 10, a beautiful swan song for STE commercial games. I wouldn't call it beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's more like an ugly duckling song at the end. I mean, again, there's something here. Everyone that sent in a review that sort of echoed what we thought. Mm -hmm. You know, it's a... Uh, and he, one thing he mentioned that I wanted to talk about was the the enemies do Boku damage. Yes. That's another difference between this and Doom. Yes. In Doom, you can take some hits because mm -hmm. you're going to get hit from behind and mm -hmm. stuff. In this, they, it doesn't take anything to drain yeah. your health and, and I mean, you're dead. 99 out of 100 times that I died, I'd be getting hit from behind. I'd, sl I'd swing my gun around. Yeah. And then I'd swing it the other way, and then I'd be dead. And that was the end. Yeah. So. This one uh, this one is not, not the best. Now, no. with all that said, I did enjoy it. I was actually excited to play it. And it's an exciting thing to see run on an ST mm -hmm. because there's something here. This is one of those things I wonder if they could get somebody to come back and tinker with it. Yeah, just throw some stuff on the walls. You know, Put up some posters. Well, I mean, I, I would love to know what the deal is with the... Because, I mean, you would not ever make a game that looked like this unless there was a reason well, to make a I game mean, that looks the, like Well, I mean, you know what? I, this reminds me of a Super Hot. Why? Have you ever played Super Hot? No. Okay, well, Super Hot is a game that takes place in an all-white environment. Okay. <laughs> Well, that sounds horrible. But there, but there are definite design reasons why that is. But anyway, um, that's another the only other game I could think of that was all white like this. I've never... This is a new one on me. But yeah, the, again, the monsters are okay. The sound effects are okay. It's what you would expect. But, I mean, hey, listen. If someone out there tries this and does better and enjoys it more, let us know. I'd like to... I mean, in the comments. Let yeah. us know what you did. Now, Aaron, it's time to bid a fond farewell to Substation. Uh, if you're listening to this, listen, guys, we want to hear your feedback. If you're watching this on YouTube, leave us a comment. Uh, we want to we want to know if you like this video, please like and subscribe, of course. Look how colorful we are. After watching all that video, it's like it a came out. Of it's color. like we came from the stars down. Like, whoa, <laughs> color. Look at my skin, everybody. Um, you know, we do. Re uh, we release this show in both audio and video podcast formats. Uh, you can find the video at uh, bit.ly slash Atari ST Show. We record live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming. If you want to support this show, just visit patreon.com slash Atari ST Show. Uh, we do have a goal up there that we are ever closer to meeting. If we can get to $200 a month in Patreon support, the Atari ST Show will morph from a monthly show to a weekly show. If that happened, we'd be getting into some real funky territory oh, real quick. Oh, yeah. Oh, we'd be yeah. playing some weird <laughs> stuff, brother. And that leads us to our ST Show supporter roll call. Thanks to all of these fine folks for supporting us on Patreon on the Atari ST Show. We've got David Cavalieri, Control-Alt-Reese, Laurent Giroux, Twilight Zoner, Wonderly Chesham, Retro Jerry, and Bernard Quinn. If you like our format and you want to hear more, feel free to check out our other shows, Amigos, Everything Amiga, Iris Sinclair, an American take on the ZX Spectrum, The Coco Show, Gaming on the Tandy Color Computer, and ARG Presents, 
where Aaron and the Brent spin the wheel and make the deal. Right on. All of these shows can be found on the Amigos Retro Gaming YouTube channel or at anchor.fm slash Amigos Podcast. Yeah. Aaron, what are we going to be playing next time? God only knows. <laughs> Let's find out. Bam. Oh, man. This is one of those games I would have picked solely on the basis of the name. It's the Wings of Death. You know, that guy looks like Scott Weiland with a dislocated jaw. He looks like Beak Boy. What is beak? I don't know. Just that guy. He looks like he's got, is he related to Bat Boy? He looks like he's got a beak. The bottom part of his mouth has got a beak. You know, I'm glad we're finally talking about Bat Boy because yeah. I wanted to ask you about him forever. All right, go you ahead. You never hear about Bat Boy anymore. You yeah. never see him at the supermarket. No. What was left that? Didn't National Enquirer get a business? I don't think it was National Enquirer. I think it was the Weekly, Weekly World, World News. News. Maybe yeah. one of those went out of business. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Bat Boy is more. Uh, uh, Does that not fit into the cryptid sphere? Well, I mean, the thing is, I think they just made him up. I'll be honest. I hate to tell you that, Bode. Maybe they made all that stuff up. I don't even know. But, I mean, Wings of Death. Just to bring it, you're not putting that over. That sounds cool. It does sound cool. I've heard that Thalion, my, the, the makers of the best game with the Amiga, make this. I and, can't stop looking at that guy's jaw. Well, I mean, he's looking at the box art for you listening at home. But Thalion, we love them. And by them, we, I mean me. They've done some good stuff. So this might be the best thing we've ever played on the ST. Mm. I'm hoping. I hope so, too. Guys, thank you all so much for listening, and make sure you play your Atari today.